What's up, world? It's your boy, Sway, from MTV News, here to tell you, it's Sunday, Monday to you, and we are back, episode 51 of Knifey Knifey Lion Lion Radio. My name is Jonah, imploring you once again to follow Knifey Lion Radio on Twitter and Instagram if you have the time. Joining me tonight inside his palatial studio, that's right, it's Sunday, so we're mobile. It is the indoor instigator, Zach. Good day. Good day. Not joining us tonight through no fault of his own is Nick from soccer, but I understand he has some takes. I'll try to get some of his takes to you later this week. He's itching to take them and take you to Takesville. Today, we will talk about the 1-1 tie against Sporting Kansas City. We'll do a little recap. 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 We'll pick our FCC of the week. We'll go in search of a tackle smash. We'll see who did the best version of styling on him. Oh, you mad because I'm styling on you. This week. Uh, Zach, you might remember this segment. It's back again. We'll pick TT's moment of the match. Should be a no-brainer. What else? Oh, he beat us. Kevin Wallace is back, and he's got an MLS minute. He got his minute done before we recorded the podcast. But guess what? Haven't listened. I'll be as surprised as you. After that, we'll have a brand new edition of FCC Survivor. Ooh, baby. And I'll tell you what. We've got an entire roster of players who have been kicked off. I don't think we're going to make it a whole season. That's just math for you. And then we'll finish things up with a smoking hot edition of Popery. But before that, John Hark's Cave of Wonders. Wonders. This week's edition is sponsored by Cincy Chance. Chance. They're not really giving me money, but if you haven't checked out the Cincy Chance app available on Android and iOS, download it today, created by a couple fans. It's an app, so uh, when a chance started in the stadium, it's signaled on the app. It'll send you a notification if you have a smart smart watch it'll send it right to your watch and you'll know what chance going on i know people who do it at home they can channel along at home uh i can't download it because my ios <laughs> not, not strong enough i even tried to update my ios and my phone said no boy no uh zach since he chance is this something that could really catch on in 124 yeah i think so <laughs> i think it could um i as well cannot get it on my phone I can't even. My phone can't handle Instagram anymore. So, uh. <laughs> um, anything else, Zach? Before we get into the nitty gritty, it's a Sunday. We're at your house. The cat's still here. You just watched one of the most memorable scenes of Game of Thrones history uh, for the first time ever. Looks like you got about three and a half seasons to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to rush through them and then maybe cancel my HBO subscription. You could borrow my HBO now if you want. Well, I wish I would have known that. Uh, <laughs> I was supposed to cancel after my trial. I didn't. <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> we can talk about that later. Um, no, I like. I mostly like watching for the credits because it reminds me of Amelia Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia, <laughs> we don't need you anymore. Just kidding. Please come on. Yeah, Zach just saw the mountain smash that guy's head to a million pieces. Good 
times indeed. Am I forgetting anything else? Oh, go ahead, Zach. It just really got me in the mood to record this <laughs> sports podcast. It's a lot like that episode. You thought we thought we had them, and then we let them back in, and they crushed our fucking skulls. You thinking on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't think we had them. As soon as a uh, Mane shot went wide, I said, "Oh no." No, I, I was thinking more in the first half when we missed our chances to put them away. But let's get right into the FCC recap. 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 Mm, Sunday games, guys. These are always dicey, mostly for me because we have to record <laughs> that same day. But uh, also for you, 3 p.m. Sunday. This is God's time, and it's weird that Lindner's spitting right in the face of God. Starting 11, I think it was the same as last week, except Kenny Safe comes in for Kakuta Mane. Zach, give your thoughts. I know you had some strong opinions on this starting 11. Put some um, words to it. Well, someone posted that Mane is coming back off of, you know, a slight injury. Oh, there's a cat on Jonah. I know he doesn't like that. I don't, I don't um, care. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I imagine Forrest Lasso was at the vineyard. So that's why he did not make the 18. <laughs> um Strange. Not a lot of attacking options once you got past Mane on the bench. No, well, I have my own thoughts on that, which may be kind of far fetched. But it was a strong starting lineup, I think, uh as strong as we have. Yeah, and if we jump right into the game, ESPN national broadcast, picking up a lot of my spectacular banner work on the Bailey. Um within the first forty seconds of the game, an Alan Cruz cross to Kenny Safe had him in on goal almost and uh knocked wide by the keeper. Boy, it was exciting. It was almost as big of a goal it would have been as Clinton Dempsey uh <laughs> against Ghana in the World Cup. Zach, uh there's really nothing else to say. What you see there? Almost got one. Yeah, we did. Um Kenny his first touch is hit and miss. It's normally pretty good. That one uh I mean, it was coming in kind of hot, but he did not take it all that well. No, but it was it was a definite chance, and uh, it was a good chance. To which Megan said, eh, "I don't like when they score so early. I like the anticipation <laughs> to build up." <laughs> so, wow, fair enough. She got her wish. She did get her wish. I should mention this is kind of important. Sporting Kansas City played on Wednesday in the Concacaf Champions League, and they went for it. They got absolutely slaughtered, but that meant. They, uh, I believe they changed nine of their starting 11 for this game. So, you know, they still have a good team and a, a deep team, but we definitely did not get their A-plus team. So once I saw a starting lineup, I was feeling a little more confident than I was before then. This is not the sporting team that scored, what, six goals? Seven. Seven goals last week and uh, won another goal that was called offsides. Almost eight last week. So I was feeling pretty good when I saw that part of the starting lineup. Uh Keen eyes might have seen Gideon Zalalem, Gideon Zalalem, longtime U.S. national team youth product who was at Arsenal, didn't get a sniff. He got a sniff today. Did you notice his turn? That guy loves to turn. He was turning on us a lot in the first half, not much in the second half. But uh, yeah, so that near goal, and I would say the first, most the most the first half of the first half, uh, I like what I saw from us. I thought we were the ones controlling things a little bit and uh i don't know what'd you see out there zach yeah sorry i just got really kind of spooked because i heard something on the front porch forgot i ordered amazon prime groceries <laughs> so they're out there now but i was like what the fuck is going on i've got headphones in <laughs> um hope they're not listening 
Nope. I don't know. They're out there. Um, so I didn't really just listen. What? What did I see in the first half? First half. How do we look? Um, I thought we looked pretty good. Um, Richie did have to make a couple saves in that first half. Oh, there was one. You know, I'll tell you what I saw in the first half. Talk I mean, to me. Since Nick's not here, I'll speak for him. Um, he's kind of hard on Nick Hagland, and we usually come to Hagland's defense. He seemed a little shaky all game. Um, he made a handful of mistakes, and he was the one negative I took from that first half. It's like so many times there was a ball that you would want him to play, and he did not play it. And he also gave it away to give Sporting their best chance in that first half. He did. That was a bad giveaway. And and uh, did they miss that with a, a sitter? Was that in the first half too? Where they had a dude who, I think that was after our goal. But they had another one where it was like, oh, here's the goal. And the guy just sailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's funny you say that because next to me, Alex Coons was like, see, Nick's crazy. Hagelin's the best. <laughs> and uh, he did, you know, he had a few Hagelin moments as uh, Nick would say. He just gets in front of the ball sometimes. He did do those, but yeah, he, what word I'd describe him out there today, it looks a little goofy. It looks a little bit like a kid who went through a growth spurt, just kind of a twist and turn and flannel a little bit. Yeah, he did. Which is strange. He seemed slightly not in control. Um, he did, I mean, he made a lot of tackles and a lot of clearances. He didn't have necessarily a bad game. I mean, but there was definitely a point in the first half, Kendall really got in his ass i forget i don't know if it was on that giveaway there or something else um kendall was great though yeah he was um he made a lot of good balls and uh maddox had a good first half did you already sorry i got real distracted when someone was on the porch (laughs) (laughs) yeah things are crazy over here everybody they're right back anyone who went at attacked at their right back the uh the bald guy back there number two yeah Oh man, he got skinned. <laughs> Probably All not a normal game. starter, I'm guessing. No, I'm sure, but uh Yeah, really early on the first ten, maybe in five minutes, uh spoiler alert, there might have been a styling on him from Kenny. I don't know if you remember. He then gave it away, but he uh he dribbled around a few dudes and was dan- was dancing on him and I was like, I like I like where this is going. That did seem to be the side we were attacking down. And uh that is the side we came down for our goal. It was a ball over the top to Lama, their keeper came out, Spencer Ritchie style, kind of got caught in no man's land. He flicked it around and uh, got bumped into by a sporting Kansas City player. They called a penalty. Zach, did you watch the replay? Or are you still going off the live version of what you saw? I watched the replay. There's a penalty. Fair? Yeah, I think so. Okay. The only unfair thing is it took it took an interesting bounce. I thought it was a handball watching it live on uh I didn't see as much in the replay, but we had a bunch of times in the box. I was like, I think that bounced off our hand, but I thought it came off of, uh, after he went around the goalie, I thought it came off of Lamar's arm, but, uh, I'll no, I didn't too. notice that it did. Yeah. It looked like pretty clear penalty. Then they dished out the yellow card to the wrong guy. I think they fixed it though. They after did. VAR, uh, Darren Maddox, I guess is our penalty taker. Yeah. Which he had to let Kenny know. <laughs> I don't oh, know is that true? <laughs> how close you were watching. Yeah. No. Yeah, he yeah. took one in the preseason, didn't he? I feel like I or remember dramatic scene. One or two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Kenny wanted it. Kenny, chill. Yeah, chill, Kenny. Uh, it was a good penalty. He scored it, and um, I was feeling good. And after that, as seems to be the case, seemed like we got a little boost of energy, even though I think after that is when we 
had some egregious moments. But uh, yeah, who else is out there? Well, Kenny's. I think Kenny and Darren Maddox stood out the most um, attacking people. Kenny especially. He just wanted to run after anybody. And again, he was a magnet for fouls. And me and Nick were saying, because every time he gets the ball, he turns left and turns right, turns left and turns right until someone sticks their foot out. Um, I'd say the only thing about Kenny is he doesn't go right at people as much as I'd like him to. I mean, he probably knows his own, his own, you know, know, ability or his own, how much he's in shape right now or whatever. But sometimes I'm like, just go for it, bro. I don't mind. Give it a try. The cat's trying to go for the task cam, not liking what he's hearing, but, uh, me personally, maybe Koch would be mad. I wouldn't be upset if uh, he tried to one-on-one some more guys. But that's uh, that's a champagne problem to have. Um, we should mention it didn't rain at all. So, Brad, the weatherman. <laughs> How dare you make me think it was going to rain during the game. And it didn't. Halftime was beautiful. A penalty kick shootout that I'll never forget. Second half started. And apparently I didn't notice anything happened in the game, but Something's up with Lama, our uh, penalty winner. He came off at halftime, and Kakuta Mane came on. How's your confidence level at that point? Same? You're riding high? Or are you thinking, I'm just glad we're holding on to the lead right now? Same. And I think most would consider kind of a like-for-like like sub, which it turned out not to be. I thought he looked off it. Not his best game. You know what I should mention? I'm sure we would have gotten back to it, but Maddox had a chance to put us up in the driver's seat in the first half. Uh, got the ball, threw a ball, played to him on that left side again. He cut he cut in nicely and ripped a great shot. Came off the inside of the post. And uh, is that the one? I think it might have bounced out to Bertoni, who had a long-range shot. Yeah. It was- that uh, went high. But uh, what do you think, Zach? 2 nothing. I think... I think that's all she wrote for Kansas City to get that one done. Yeah, for sure. Close up shop. Uh, maybe they would have called the game even, just the way things were going. But alas, that's not what happened. And uh, what did happen? In the second half, in the 62nd minute, I'll just skip right ahead to them. Mix up in the back between Golden Boy, Spencer Ritchie, and uh, Greg Garza. Zach, before we get into it, is it just me? I'm a big Greg Garza fan. I did vote him off of the island last week. But it seems like whenever there's a miscommunication happening, Greg Garza's involved. Do you want to speak to that? <laughs> Am I talking crazy? <laughs> I mean, it's he also him and Lamont in the first half had another Garza Lamont moment. I don't know if you saw that. It was on the far side of the field. But I was yeah, like, was... these guys just can't play together. <laughs> that was pretty far away from me. Um, this one was weird. So like... Richie took the blame for it, and then Garza tweeted at him and didn't say, no, it's on all of us. <laughs> he said, like, we still love you, pretty much. So, <laughs> To I, me, at if watching it, on if you take it at face value, Richie looked weirder. He did not. He had stopped he thought, charging. He thought Garza was going to get it, and he, he kind of like pulled up, and he looked like straight as a board. Yeah. Garza did not get it. Yeah, he did. What do you mean Garza got it? He slid in, and he kicked it straight forward right oh. into the path of uh well i say i should say he, he didn't um, clear it but he did not get control of the <laughs> ball or clear it and uh 
it's one of those things you see happening in slow motion, especially it was similar to Argo on theirs, but more egregious. And uh, I didn't realize this stuff for the game. Their 16 year old (laughs) slotted at home pretty calmly after that. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was deflating. Yeah, I saw him coming out and I screamed out, Richie, no. (laughs) And uh, there you have it. Yeah, there's just been a few moments, uh, you, I guess you disagree, but I feel like Garth has been part of them where it's like, <laughs> who's going to get this ball? And uh, it ends up being nobody getting the ball. I just wish somebody, anybody, would have taken control. You don't want to say it was against the run to play because Sporting Kansas City had plenty of chances, but you hate to see something just, you know, some bullshit come out of absolutely nothing. And uh, yeah, so that was that for a while. And then I would say probably from the... S- late 70 minutes on we finally started doing our thing again and pressing and I was worried that Koch was uh, happy with the draw because who else came into the game first we had uh, Caleb Stanko no no he was the third one yeah so first was Mane at halftime and then then our big tactical move (laughs) yeah was to bring in Eric Alexander for Kenny Safe who Still seem to have some gas in the tank, if you ask me. Yeah. And, uh, well, <laughs> I would. I was visually when he d- wasn't near the ball, he looked gassed. He looked fine. Like when he was actually running, it seemed like he was still making the moves. But it just like looked when he stopped, it looked like he was breathing pretty hard. Him and Maddox were running a lot. They were. Um, they also got into it a few times. Did you see that? They barked. They were barking at each other. Maddox telling him he wanted Kenny one place, and Kenny's kind of shrugging and being like whatever <laughs> yeah after that penalty they're no longer friends that's true um, that was yeah, the icebreaker in well a me and way. nick were talking about during the game um we stopped pressing them for a lot of that second half and they had you know their back line was kind of shaky so whenever we had pressure on them you felt like it really worked in our favor yeah then, you know so maybe we were gassed because we stopped doing it but then anytime we did it was definitely the right tactic and i found it odd when i saw alexander take his trot oh (laughs) thing off what the hell are those things called Um, penny yeah sure you're like i guess this means we're playing for the draw but then you're like well does that mean that what does an eric alexander mean (laughs) and i don't know because it's not like oh this is someone cool and collected on the ball he's going to keep possession and we can see this thing out um yeah, I, I eventually I was like, "Oh, Alex was just screaming for Stanko. He, he was frightening, <laughs> frightening the other patrons around us." I was like, "Sure." I said, "This is Rob Stanko, Stanko's brother." <laughs> <laughs> but then once I saw it was Alexander, you know, I tried to, you know, I played it up. I tried to convince myself, like, "Oh yeah, that's right, baby, Eric Messi <laughs> coming out here to school you guys." So and you know, not to move the hand, but move around but when we saw him out there what was he doing <laughs> he didn't, yeah he and didn't add anything no well his touch was atrocious he got in bertoni's way quite a few times like taking up his position yeah he was like clogging <laughs> if in a basketball term i'd say he was clogging the lane which is yes. not what you want and when you put on i yeah, guess he, an attacking <laughs> midfielder <laughs> he didn't have any positive moments uh, i saw one time uh kansas city was on the attack and like bursting down the line garza had already he had made a run where they didn't find him we lost the ball (laughs) eric alexander is like 
pretty close to midfield. Garza is down in almost in their box. Yeah. They both go charging back to play <laughs> defense, and there's Garza just like blasting by Eric Alexander, who's been on the pitch for fucking 10 minutes, just laboring already. Yeah. Um, and you're just like, motherfucker, like, what is this? My bright idea before he came on is like to get Alvis Powell out there. Yeah. Because we needed a goal and uh, have him play as one of the wingers. Yeah, Eric Alexander was playing pretty wide. Yeah. He wasn't very central. No, but then he would he would move in and get in everyone's way. I just think, yeah, put put Powell out there out in front of Garza and then move Mane up front if you're going to bring Maddox I, off. I haven't uh, been very, uh, you know, clamoring to free Nazmi. Well, like you telling me <laughs> Eric Alexander is that much of a better option than, I don't know. And Nazmi's got something to prove. Eric Alexander feels <laughs> like he's got nothing nothing left to prove out there anymore um but yeah the bench was hoyt well obviously stenko alexander uh hag the goalie frankie frankie amaya so there wasn't i mean there's not like a guy on the team who like put up front we should say mane went up front with maddox uh there at the end yeah but uh i don't know you kind of maybe uh, Ledesma on the bench might have been. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's been dealing with a hamstring, which okay. most of us didn't know beforehand. Um, yeah, that's why. I, I mean, that's why I thought like, all right, Powell's our best option, attacking wise. Um, I'd love to see him with a little freedom, charge down that line, see what he can do. Yeah, I hope some of these guys aren't getting grumpy. <laughs> well, I think he is because I saw I watched him on the bench whispering into Maddox's ear. And Maddox turns around and is like, why the fuck are we... Whatever. I don't, yeah. It was why the fuck something. Um, he wasn't happy. I don't think he was happy to come off. Cause he's no, Maddox been- was very upset to come off. And I thought, wow. And I had said to somebody, I was like, I think Maddox gassed. And it, it wasn't... He had a good game. And uh, he could have stayed on. But he was... Yeah, he was sprinting all over the place. Uh, trying to run down these long balls to him and stuff. Uh, Zach, did you see that moment of Alan Cruz bursting down the sideline? Yeah, against Johnny Russell. Yeah, uh, it's fucking great. And I was like, oh, he's he lost it here. He has it, and then he kind of nudged just enough in yeah. front of him and kept the ball. That yeah, well, I thought Alan Cruz, the ones that stand out for me. I mean, everyone worked hard, but Alan Cruz, Kenny Safe, and Garza, and Maddox, they all fucking worked their asses off. Garza especially. I mean, he was just up and down, up and down, up and down. Um, Kenny kept closing down their backs when we would press. He comes in kind of sideways and, like, steps on some feet, I think. And uh, they really hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh, Victor Uyoa had another great game. He's just uh, – I'm always confident now when I see him out there. Yeah, he makes no one, a smart move. Yeah, I thought everyone had a good game except – I would have said Richie had a great game. Yeah, he had some really good saves. And there was, a, yeah, that one kind of double save um, in the first half after Hagland fucked up. Um yeah, Hagelin had the worst game, but it, it wasn't bad. Then Alexander really provided nothing. And again, so I couldn't really tell if we were closing up shop. It didn't I – don't, I don't know what the plan was. Kudamane, we should mention, uh, you know, you watched the game. Kudamane had a great chance on goal, one one with the keeper, and he poked it by him, but it went wide. I'd say nine times out of ten. That was probably a goal. You yeah. had a little closer view, Zach. What'd you see with Mane's miss? I couldn't believe it, but his touch right before the shot, 
I thought he needed to release it sooner. Then he still got it off, and you know, that was a bummer. The buildup for that was great. I know Alan Cruz was involved. I don't remember who else. There's a little back heel in there, um, and uh, yeah, Mane's touch wasn't great the whole game, um, and he's got a good touch. Yeah. He also didn't have the jets. He got beat on some balls. I was like, come on, bro. No, he I, didn't. He I won- know you're faster. And also, I don't really, I don't remember what happened after the free kick because the game was pretty much over, but he hobbled off. Yeah. Like, he was, <laughs> it looked pretty hurt right before that final free kick from Bertone, which we all can agree was should have been a corner, but. Yeah, 12 minute agreed too. We should say before that, the last moment before we get to the FC's man of the match, the last moment that I uh, lost my shit on, it was a couple minutes after Hagelin had a little bit of a dicey moment. He got to redeem himself. He played a ball across, a beautiful ball across. Did you know who that was from? The ball to Hagelin when he was offsides? No. Well, anyways, it was a great ball, and uh, he buried it. He buried it in the net. Apparently, he was offsides. Looks like a legit call, but uh, it was pretty close. I fucking lost it, and I hate to be that guy because I'm usually not, but I think I celebrated for about 20 seconds. I high-fived. I was even <laughs> – uh, who was – Dean Hable had been ripping on him or something, and I was boy, I was like, I told you or something, and then eventually I turn around and, like, no one's near Hagelin. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> and, no, like, I- there's no smoke in the Bailey. <laughs> that's weird. No, they did release the blue smoke. Okay. Uh, no, so that was screaming VAR, but apparently they can check that stuff while the game's going on and go back or something. Yeah. But uh, so they must have been. Yeah, apparently that. it was the right call. Yeah, he was over there kissing the badge and really going hard. I know that's of too course, bad. <laughs> from my angle, I, I saw the flag go up instantly, and I was furious because I thought that flag was for Kendall, who was a mile offside, because I was screaming at him to get back because he was way offside. But uh, it brings me back to a, a warm memory. The most uh, hilarious version of this was Wiedemann's famous onside goal that was called offside against Chicago. Twelman was present for that too. But I don't know if you remember Wiedemann celebrating like crazy and uh Jimmy's on his back and then like Jimmy realizes it's offsides and like just like kinda lets him go and <laughs> slowly backs away from him. I was like, why don't you fucking tell him, bro? He just like he the guy was a pariah all of a sudden. He's like, oh never mind. And just backed away and let Wiedemann keep celebrating. Uh but he was answer onside. me this. If they get that call right, is Wiedemann still playing somewhere? <laughs> he could have I think he could have played last year. So I mean, it's not the MLS. He had another buffer year, so we yeah. we joked about that he was seeing those Jimmy cheers and feeling a little left out because he could have gotten some of that love. Yep. Um well, a couple stats before we move on to the man of the week. Um possession 56-44 for Kansas City. They had 18 shots to our 10 shots. We both had four on goal. They had four yellow cards. They were adding up. I thought they were going to get red. They didn't. Uh, I think all four of our on-target shots were in the first half. Could be likely. Three saves Except for each keeper. that is discounting Bertone's free kick, which he fucking obviously touched. Yeah. Now that I was like, oh, he's ending the game. Oh, no, he's not? Okay, cool. Uh, but let's move on to this week's FCC Man. of the week. I will say shouts to my wife. She says Waston should be her was her man of the week. And uh then she said, I think his hair should be man of the week. Babe, come on. Be be better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the bun on top, personally. Uh but Waston, that's a fair choice. I don't think he really got a step wrong in the game. 
who else? Maddox. He hit the post and got the penalty. Zach, I'll let you pick. Who's the man of the week for you? Yeah, I'm going to give it to Maddox. I uh, There were some people behind me when I was walking out of the game talking shit. What? Yeah, about how bad he played. What? And like, sometimes you're just like... You feel like you're watching two, two different games. Yeah, what are you watching? Like, because while I'm watching the game, I'm saying to Nick, I was like, man, God, he's so much better on the ball than Adi. <laughs> and uh, yeah, fucking works his ass off. He was definitely gets, the most dangerous player today. Yeah, and he, I mean, he skinned them multiple times, playing balls in, put the one off the post, was a real fucking nuisance. Yeah, I thought he was great. And uh, yeah, buried the penalty. Yeah, I had a design. If you're if you follow FCC social media, you've seen it. Uh, I had a design for a uh, Darren Maddox banner, Mister Rocksteady. Hope he got the reference, but uh, FCC social media loving it. And they uh, somebody had for them pointed the camera at it during his penalty kick, and then showed the Bailey celebrating. Zach, what do you think? Does Darren know what that means? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty positive. He knows what that means. He is from Jamaica. I would uh, hope so. Are what? you familiar with the album? <laughs> is it a Ken Booth album? Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Good. I figured you. I mean, I'm not. I'm a poser. But I saw that and it looked it looked right. I'll give it to him too. Why not? He deserves it. Uh, so we'll make it official. Darren Maddox, you are this week's FCC Man! of the week. And you know what that means. <laughs> you know what that means. $50 gift card to James the Jeweler. Redeemable Tuesdays between 1 and 3 p.m. Come pick it up from my crib. We can hang. We can talk. You need a shoulder to cry on for getting taken out too early. I am your man. Uh, just ignore the fact that my wife picked Kendall. She's talking crazy. It was you all along. Great game. And, uh, you know, seems like we're going to need you for a while. Uh, for this week's edition of... Deckle Smash. Deckle Smash, Deckle Smash. The first and only one that I came up with on my own was uh, Bertone's tactical yellow card smash in the second half to break up that counterattack. Zach, do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. And It we, wasn't his first. No, we looked at each other and said he had to do it. <laughs> he did have to do it. It was smart. And he, a lot of time. I mean, he's playing a position where you're going to make those kind of tackles, but he is like the last ditch... Not last ditch, but he's the one breaking up those kind of counterattacks. And as we showed, he was the first, uh, the Timbers deckle smash when he hip-checked that guy. Uh, I'll have to get a clip of this. I don't remember exactly how he did it, but it was nice. Uh, did you see Deplon take a knock? He got fucking slammed again. Yes. <laughs> got slammed real nice. Um, who else was out there? Um, somebody suggested Nick Hagland... Kicking the board. <laughs> Smashing the the board. Um, Steven Starkey of the Pride said, Waston crunched that 16-year-old kid once for sure. And I said, uh, Waston, I did see him go through the back of a few people to make a tackle. He did get the ball, but they looked pretty intense. Someone else said, Deplon rolled a dude on midfield. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a point of contention for the Sporting KC and when I saw that, I was like, that might be a deckle smash. It kind of happened slowly, but it was more of a wrestling move than a uh, footballing move. Rasali. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, Rasali. Oh, And uh, shout out to uh, Pat Brennan 
mixing up Deplon and Bertone on that final free kick. Come on. Wow. Deplon's not taking that. Can anyone get a high fade anymore? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Do better, Pat. <laughs> Be better. I should say, uh, while we're shouting at people, shout out to all the KLR fans who say, uh, you know, now when someone gets a big hit, Deco Smash just in the lingo it's you know something that people think of right away and i'm just i'm just proud to be part, part of the zeitgeist of the team i tell you what what they have posted so jonah i think four of the banners that they were posting today no they didn't show, <laughs> they didn't show ope they didn't show ope or well your old uh, jeff kappel one but i think liz summers would allow them to if she knew that i helped she design that some of those <laughs> It's a question I've thought about several times. I'll just take it as they come. Uh, but for this week's edition of Styling On Them. Oh, you mad because I'm styling on you. Mine would have been that moment where Kenny uh, juked that guy, but then lost the ball. But that's kind of Kenny's move. There was a few other moments, and I remember uh, my wife tapping me like, oh, that's a styling on him. I don't remember what it was. Do you have any moments that stick out? There was a few in the first half where we were feeling ourselves there was um i mean maddox was styling on him when he put it off the post that's true he shook him pretty good and then did a little hesitation and um uh, that was nice also deplon styled on him in the first half as well i don't i can't even picture it now but i just remember standing <laughs> up and yelling Woo! also in the first half he gave the ball up i think to garza and he sh- was like streaking down the middle towards the goal and made it all the way to the box and they didn't play it to him he was not happy. <laughs> Anytime you're playing defense and you make that run all the way down, you don't get the ball. It's upsetting. But I like that he went for it. Yeah. Also, um, the build up to Mane's miss, I would call that styling on him. That was uh, yeah, but that was some good stuff. We had some moments. And every time I watch like the MLS soccer video stuff on Twitter or YouTube, they're always talking about how ugly our soccer is. We're not like that ugly. <laughs> No, like we're we not. do our share of long balls. It's true, but if you're actually watching the game, it's not like this super negative soccer. Like it's not always the prettiest thing to watch. Like, dude, I watch plenty of MLS. We're not like some egregiously negative team. No, we don't necessarily like ping it around and play it out of the back. But I was watching that video. There's a video from the guys from Extra Time, or whatever, and like, like they said, like, oh, once we get it up to our attackers, we just get close to the box and. We can ball on them. No, we put plenty of good attacks together. It's I don't think it's ugly. Um, yeah, I mean there wasn't there was there was it came in waves today where there was no midfield, but you know that's what happens. The Koch teams. Uh, this is a great one. We've only done one of these. TT's, TT's moment, moment of the, of match. the match. It's gonna be tough to pick. I should mention walking out. I saw TT. I was talking to Nick from soccer. I saw well, basically, I guess they were coming from one twenty four. All the bench. Not the, bench, the players who didn't make the bench walked by up at the top, and I saw TT, and like it was just my instinct. And I was like, TT! He was probably as close as you were to me, so I didn't need to yell. And he kind of looked at me and like forced a half grin. He didn't look happy. This should have been his happiest <laughs> game of the year, honestly. Well, um, if he's injured, he's not happy. I guess. He should, he'd be on the bench, I think, if he wasn't. Uh... That's true. Or too. maybe he thinks he's ready to go. Yeah, so he's got some issues. Cash, the team is just really getting angry at you. So, Zach, what would you say was TT's moment of the match? <laughs> you had to pick one. Only one. Uh, gee, I don't know. Um, obviously, the goal was the best thing that happened for TT. However, yes. 
Spencer had some great saves. Uh, <laughs> Classic cat over there. <laughs> and you know, shit like that happens. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. if it becomes a, you know, if he becomes a head case and keeps making stuff like that, that's one thing. But uh, I'm a forgiving guy. You heard us after Seattle. We're always looking on the bright side, folks. Um, yeah, so let's give Kevin a chance to give his sense on the weekend that was. Kevin's in the last minute. I should mention we filmed a brand new trivia series, episode one at Top Cats today for the Pride. It's called Conquer Kevin. It's very, it's very communist heavy. Where one person had to uh, basically, it's our version of Stump the Schwab, try to beat Kevin at trivia. I won't spoil what happened, but boy, it was exciting. But hear from the man now. It's time for Kevin's MLS minute, and it starts right now. LA Galaxy started things off with a 2 nothing victory at Vancouver. There was a failed Penanka in this one in Zlatan with a Kung Fu goal. New York City FC and Montreal tied nothing, nothing. But New York City FC has easily the worst field, not just in MLS, but in all of MLS, USL, and USL League 1. LAFC destroys DC United 4 to nothing. They are the best team in MLS. Rooney with a straight red. Toronto 2, Chicago 2, kind of a slot. Happy game in this one, in all honesty. Uh, good to see Altidore. Minnesota takes a win on the road. New York Red Bulls in absolute panic mode right now. Orlando beats Colorado 4-3. to three. Orlando might actually be a half-decent team. Philadelphia beats Dallas 2-1 to one in the Teenagers Cup. Columbus Crew gets a 1-0 victory over New England, and a result everybody saw coming. San Jose beat Portland 3 to nothing. Seattle beating Real Salt Lake oh baby zach i don't even ask you your whole your favorite part was obviously the beginning he came in hot on fire uh but before we go into potpourri was there anything else about the week that was the game no really just the game anything you, you want to wrap up your your game thoughts um sure in general i thought i thought we were good i thought alan cruz was kind of invisible last week um I thought he played really well. And yeah, if anything, I just felt like we took our foot off the gas for a minute once it was 1-1. And then uh, when we put it on, we almost scored. Right. That's that's what was so frustrating. And uh, yeah, again, if it was me, I would take a gamble and throw Alvis Powell out there as an extra attacker and uh, you know somehow make that work and not... I don't think you could find a single person in our fan base who would have said, I think Eric Alexander <laughs> is the right move right here. And I hate to be hard on him. Maybe but a jokester. He, but then he came out there and he didn't do shit. No. Nothing positive. Well, I'd say the only positive takeaway would be uh, Koch got to see that again. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess the best thing that could happen. It's like you said about uh, TT. Like you wanted him, if he was going to suck, come out and suck bad and not just be like kind of bad. Yeah. So that we'd have to make a change, which he didn't really do, but he got yeah. injured. Um, so Eric Alexander gets subbed on, and uh, yeah, he played like trash. So <laughs> probably won't see that again. Let's hope not. And then, yeah, maybe get Nazmi on the bench or fucking Fatai Lache on the bench instead of yeah Fatai. 
Eric Alexander. Yeah, Fatai is definitely a forgotten man. Give him a chance. Um, or fuck Corbin Bone. Forgot about him as well. <laughs> Did you see that halftime video? It was like Corbin plays on the team too. Those. It was Nick Hagelin and Corbin Bone talking to some kids in the West End. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I guess they didn't realize they played on the team. And then the kids are like, oh, can I have an autograph? And then he's like, Corbin's on the team too. And they don't say anything and it's over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and of course I yelled, sometimes. And uh, he was probably like two seats behind me. Um, I will say this. Section he's got one- a milk toast appearance. <laughs> yeah. so. Section 124, uh, the players' families sit in that section. And um, it was empty. They did not show up today. I don't know if they anticipate fear of rain. Anticipate rain, but uh, yeah. Uh, fuck, man! I was about to skip right over Pope to Potpourri. I almost forgot. FCC Survivor. Oh, baby. Um, wow. I like to explain the rules, even though you know them. Every week, we kick off one person who played in the game, started or subbed, and they can never play for the team again. No takes backs. So far, we got Kakutamana, Eric Alexander, Corbin Bone, Emmanuel Desma, Fernando Adi, Forrest Lasso, Victor Uyo, Alvis Powell, Caleb Stenko, Frankie Amaya, and Craig Garza, who can never come back into a game. So for this week's FC Series Survivor, we got to pick somebody who is out there never to be playing again. Zach, is there one where you lean in towards anything? Is there an obvious choice that um, I haven't thought of yet? No. Somebody who... <laughs> uh, do you want me to go first? Yeah. Well, if we say it at the same time, we can just only get rid of one if that's the same name. <laughs> do you have one ready? <laughs> Wait. Can I see your list again? <laughs> I'll think. It's like... Uh, is Nick Hagland gone already? He's not. It's like, do I want to keep a team or is it just about... (laughs) Was that a spoiler? (laughs) I guess so. That's not my pick, though, so I'm not going to lie. Well, fuck it. I'm going to vote Nick (laughs) Hagland off. Hometown kid, Nick. The tribe has spoken. No immunity title for you. I'm going to snuff you out. Zach, your turn. Uh, I already kicked off the hometown kid. Um, Do your worst. This pains me. Mm, I like it already. Leo Bertone. Wow. <laughs> the tribe has spoken. I thought he played great. <laughs> who, hello, who else? Um, Spencer. Spencer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Bertone's gone. Um, Bertone. Oh, well, you have no allegiance to the plan. I would have been surprised yeah. if you got rid of him. But no, I already wrote Bertone. Uh, Bertone, you're gone. Uh, yeah. Victor. I don't know. I, I can never let him go. Victor's gone. <laughs> He is? Yeah. Who did that? <laughs> we did it early on when we didn't know any better. I think we kicked him off at Atlanta. <laughs> no, I kicked, well, I kicked off Mane. It could have been me. Let's see, one, two, three. Oh, well, shit. One, two, three. Yeah, well, Bertone, our midfield was really getting depleted. <laughs> That's true. What was our third game? Uh, Portland. Portland? Oh. Yeah, we're running out of players pretty quick. But it'll be the last one remaining, but... You have to have had played. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want anyone to think they can squeak by by not being in the 18. No Fatai. No. (laughs) Unless we see you against LAFC, then it's been nice knowing you. Uh, Yeah, that's rough. 
Maybe I'll get Nick's take this week. But uh, luckily, one of you, your life was saved by Nick not being on the podcast. We saved one life today. If you can save one life, it's better than nothing. FCC Survivor, it takes no prisoners. Uh, for this week's edition of Potpourri. Potpourri, Potpourri. Um, I hate to say too much about it without Nick here, but Zach, I almost forgot. Nick reminded me. Did you hear about this? Uh, <laughs> Fernando Adi arrested for... I, how come they don't just call them DUIs anymore? When I was a kid, <laughs> now you got DWIs, driving while intoxicated. You got OVI, operating a vehicle while intoxicated. Mm-hmm. What the fuck's the difference? Anyways, apparently he was going 100 miles an hour on the highway. And uh, I don't know. They said his blood alcohol was... I don't. I never know what it means. <laughs> it was up there. It was up there. It was bad. And... Um, and yeah. not a valid license. Not a valid license. So it was really the trifecta. Zach is someone who, uh, you know, can't help but drink ten beers every night. What did you think <laughs> when you uh, when you saw this news? It's just, cat's playing with something. Yeah, cat. It's Please. okay. These are dynamic mics. If I can't pick it yeah. up. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I think. Oh, <laughs> I'm in the camp that, um, and I don't mean to be like so reactionary but i'd cut him now pricey i don't ever really care to watch him play again um i do have a lifelong hard stance against alcohol and uh but that's really i think irrelevant here he's a fucking idiot yeah it was strange and i saw that and i thought wow he must in my mind, he had like torn his Achilles and they still hadn't told us about it and he wasn't going to like play all year. And he was just not, this isn't an excuse, but I was like, oh wow, he's really just fucking blowing everything off because he's not going to play. And then after this happens, Koch says, no, he was ready. He was going to be in the team. Or maybe he's just saying that because he can't now, but he's saying he was going to be in the team this week. So I was like, first of all, they never even told us what was wrong with him. And then he was healthy and he's healthy and he's uh, getting drunk and speeding without a valid license or something yeah i don't know and another thing i didn't like pat brennan wrote some opinion thing on it and was like you know it's not like it's a capital offense but i'm like don't fucking downplay it it's fucking he's super fucking lucky that it didn't end worse and uh yeah i'm not gonna downplay it i think you know i think anyone who does that shit is an asshole like to the fucking 10th degree yeah we're able to be uh enjoyably able to be a little more high and mighty since we're not at risk of uh <laughs> drinking and driving ever there's people in the real world who yeah they've probably done it gotten away with it and so they they have they're like wow you know that i can't i can't have the moral high ground because uh you know i know people have done this and it was shitty and whatever but i you know we don't have those kind of qualms <laughs> no <laughs> like, i don't <laughs> And you know, what do you do? What does Nick do after every game? He takes a fucking Uber home. Yeah, there's really no excuse. And there's, you know, a million people. He he could get a free ride from anybody, the team. Yeah, he's he could have had somebody pick him up. He's got plenty of money. <laughs> he's rich. He's out there being an asshole. And the, his, his play on the field should mostly be irrelevant. But when you add in the fact that he, uh, you know, hasn't been lighting the world on fire since he showed up. It just makes his leash with the rest of the fans even even shorter than it was already because they're like, what 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 reason do I have to what allegiance do I have to? You're like, oh well, shit, we can't get rid of him. 
He's just like too good. Right. <laughs> so it's like, come on, bro. So we have no idea how long he's going to be out or what's really going on. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Cause then we are thin up top. We got Welshman and uh, Rashawn Daly. Well, we can bring Welshman back, apparently, I think. But we'd have to open up an international spot. Did we just sell? We just sold one. We just sold one. So yeah. we're out. So obviously we weren't planning on doing that. Yeah. So unless fucking you cut Adi free, which I don't think we... I don't know what these contracts fucking look yeah. like. I have a feeling he's not going anywhere. No, but he's not going to. I would say... Uh, I will never like him. <laughs> ever again yeah i mean what he hasn't given us much to to hang a hat on he's got an uphill battle he's pretty much just whined about stuff which i didn't really care about i was like okay yeah the turf maybe does suck or yeah we do need number 10 but that's now he's just got his history is like whining and getting this dui <laughs> yeah whining missing chances and getting a dui um, it's a hell of a record. Yeah, and I know like people will say like, "Damn, man, people make mistakes." It's all right. and like, and they do. Yeah, don't make this one. Yeah. Plus, a lot of our old jobs, we would have gotten fired for less. When I was at the airport, you had to have a license. So if you got a DUI and they took your license, you'd have gotten fired. There wouldn't have been like, oh, give them a second chance. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, you know. Some people drive home drunk and they're extra careful. It's not okay yeah. with that either. <laughs> he's just he wasn't fucking... like pulled over for not using a turn signal and they nah, found out he was not... drunk. <laughs> he's driving 100 miles yeah, an hour Yeah, he's driving more. at a deadly speed while drunk. Uh, so, Adi, if you're listening, you didn't think you did something wrong. I'm here to tell you you did. You did something wrong. And I want to say I don't. I didn't really care what Koch, you know, in the, all things being equal, I didn't care what Koch had to say about it. But he came out and said something. He said fucking nothing. He, I don't even think he said, like, I'm disappointed or something. He was like, well, it's something as a team. We're going to have to work. We're going to have to deal with uh, him not being here for this. And I was like, why don't you say uh, we don't like this culture? <laughs> or, like, we don't believe in, you know, we got to do better character. Maybe I missed it. Did you read something? Because the one statement I saw, no. he basically didn't say anything about that happening. It was just like, Adi's not going to be here. I was like, why don't you say, like, this is unacceptable? And I don't even I don't like coaches being like the the moral arbiter, but like you know that was a pretty pretty easy chance to be like, hey, this is not the way you act when you play for FC Cincinnati. It took a little of the shine off. We've been pretty uh, the, the players and the team have been pretty uh, spotless. So we we had that on our other sports teams in the city. So it kind of sucks that was the first big uh, big blemish on our players. Did you see that statement? Or I, get, I should say the non-statement. It was basically no. a nothing at all. But no, I what are you going to do? They take my word for it. <laughs> he had nothing good to say. But yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm taking the hard stance here. I no forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it's like yeah, he don't. He doesn't need our. Addy, if you're listening, and you're you're sad. You don't have ours. Whatever. <laughs> Find it from someone else. There's plenty of people on both sides of it. Uh, somebody somewhere would give you a second chance if we get rid of you. I should tell a story that uh, Max told me. Kakarot about uh, GB when he was here. He wanted a car. So they, they got him a Toyota. And I guess he got lost. He didn't know where he was. And he was on the phone with the guy. And they said, where are you? He said, I don't know. Apparently he was on 74. And they said, well, just wait there. 
Apparently, he just stopped his his car on the middle of I seventy four, and just got out and waited right in the middle of the road. I like that. Uh, see, you see that Adi GB? He just he knows he knows when he can't handle it. And he just gets out. I'll take GB over Adi right now. Tell you that much. I bet GB. I said this. GB probably got partied pretty hard. But I feel like he thought he was too good. He'd make somebody drive him every time. Oh, yeah, come for get sure. Me. Um, uh, I guess that story kind of contradicts that. But GB also <laughs> kicked it with his teammates. Yeah. I, yeah. He went out with Adi's them. got a vibe to him. He also knew how to use his head. <laughs> yeah. At a great first touch. Yeah. I think <laughs> Scored <sometimes>, goals. <laughs> he did score goals. And, uh, yes, I remember... <laughs> Posting online a couple of times, like, GB has the first touch of a fucking cinder block. But then, like, <laughs> <laughs> he also at times did have a good first touch. He just, you know, yeah, I would take him now. Fucking bring him back. I don't think he's doing so hot in Denmark. It's time. <laughs> GB, it's time. Or wherever he is. Um, my other moment was from today. I took uh, the wife and the kids after the game. We went to the whatever the pizza place is near Xavier. And... I walked by a cook and the guy was like, oh, F- FCC? I, he's like, FCC Mercy Health? <laughs> like he was, I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, how's the game? I was like, oh, they tied 1-1. He's like, oh, yeah, man. I hate FCC. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah? He was like, yeah, man. They're ruining my neighborhood. <laughs> I guess he lives in the West End. I was like, oh, man. I was like, you're not, <laughs> I was like, you're not into gentrification? <laughs> How'd that go? He was like, oh. No, he's like, man. He's like, it's cool as long as they're good. <laughs> I was like, as long as they keep winning. <laughs> He's like, but you said they did good. I was like, oh, they tied. He's like, is that no good? I was like, well, that's one point. If you win, you get three. He's like, yeah, I don't really understand all that. So I was like, all right. He's like, all right, man. <laughs> I was like, good talk. Yeah. But that was the first time I've ever had that hilarious moment. <laughs> like, yeah, man, they're ruining my neighborhood. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny uh, I, said, uh, I said they'd be balling though yeah also in potpourri we can say um both of our kids are playing on the same soccer team now and uh jonah is the assistant coach he's really involved <laughs> out there um, what more would anyone want from me <laughs> but um my son showed up a little late with his mom and you know he's a creature of habit he needs to be out there warming up with his friends. If you show up, he shows up late and you try and throw him out there. He gets a little spooked. But uh, what See, did we use as motivation? His mom kept telling him, "That's Omar Cummings over there. If you ever want to play for FC <laughs> <laughs> Cincinnati, he's watching. He's gonna see you." He wasn't watching, but he was <laughs> he there. He was there, and uh, he was wearing a Queen City Mafia hat. Well, how about that? Does he know about the flag tucking? It's <laughs> And yeah, he was wearing one of the baller bomber jackets. Um, yeah, your son kept uh, running onto the field for like try to kick the ball once, then he'd immediately run to the sideline back yeah. to the safety. Yeah, he would tell me, "Did you see my super cat speed?" <laughs> <laughs> it's ironic because Omar is known as Big Cat. Yeah, well. uh, he had a better second half though. Yeah, he did. He got in there. I will say, uh, Jonah's oldest had a multiple goal game, even. With his hands in his pockets. <laughs> yeah, Avery had a brace. Try to get those hands out. And an assist. Uh, in defense of the other team, they were terrible. <laughs> Looked like they wanted nothing to do with the game of soccer. <laughs> they don't actually keep score, but we know. It was like 
they didn't score. I know that much. Yeah, I should say my my son is three. He's playing up a level. <laughs> Very impressive. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so that's exciting. Um, a lot of KLR fans came down there to watch my son play. <laughs> it was nice to see you all down there. Yeah, I really did want him to. He's got, my kid's got some moves. I want Omar to see and uh, get that early entry into the academy. Well, there's always next week. But uh, yeah, yeah, or sometime in the next ten years. At this age, they don't really pass. But uh, the head coach was saying, "All right, guys, before we score, we got we got to pass the ball." And uh, did you get a toe cramp? Yeah, I just wow, that's where I got my toe cramp. Wow, full I tell you why, I've not had any water today. (laughs) I've just been drinking coffee. That'll do it. That'll do it. Uh, But yeah, one and zero, great work. And uh, Pride FC tomorrow, Nick. We'll see you there. Any other, Zach, you're breathing. Any other thoughts before we wrap up the week? No, enjoy your game. I will be, I'm playing at the Northside Yacht Club tomorrow night. Oh, wow. Um, In FCC news, I will be losing all credibility within the hardcore punk community and uh, skipping hate breed (laughs) with the Cro-Mags and Terror, and I'll stay home and watch LAFC. LAFC. Which, uh... Just want to see how bad it is. <laughs> bad it is. Um, I say, what do you count as still a victory? <laughs> what's what's a moral victory for you? Three goals. <laughs> Fair. Three goal loss. You know they fucking trounced DC, who's you know Best, top three teams yeah. in the league. Um, Hopefully they take us for granted. Let me get some BS. Give us a moment. Give us a Bertone goal. <laughs> Yeah, something. I think. I mean, it'd be an awesome game for Koch to be like, let's try something. What if we start Eric Alexander at center back? <laughs> that's what, that's what or like, yeah, if you viewed it as a throwaway, like, all right, Nas, show me what you got. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's after that? I don't think there's another hard game after that, another road game. Not to put you on the spot. I think four out of our five next games are on the road. Um let me fuck? see where we're at points wise based on our predictions. I think this was a predicted loss, wasn't it? It was a predicted loss. That's why I was so excited. I was like, oh, if we get this win, we're back on fucking schedule. I think everyone would take after six games, two, two, and two. That's pretty. Uh... So what do we got? Eight points? Yeah. I predicted at right now we'd have nine. So, yeah, we dropped the union we predicted a victory i call the lafc a loss and then we're home for real salt lake call that a win then we're at new york red bulls call that a draw then we're at the union i called that a draw i think we'll have their number then and then we're at san jose earthquakes i called that a loss i don't i probably shouldn't have because san jose is like they won their first game of the year i should say that but before that yeah. they had been a fucking train wreck so hopefully they haven't figured things out just yeah. in time for us no that was an anomaly, I think. Uh, man, I watched some of that game. What a fucking stadium. I really hope. <laughs> Avaya? I hate it. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's just the worst. That big open end. And their supporter section is fucking dismal. They have their sign upside down the whole time, too. San Jose <laughs> Ultras. Um, maybe that's their thing. Yeah. Maybe funny. that's in protest. Signs upside down until this coach is out. <laughs> he's um, brand new. <laughs> yeah, but he's got his four-year plan, and everyone's fucking fired up about it. Yeah. Who, uh, Lars? Ulrich? 
Yeah, Lars Fredrickson. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big fan. He wrote like their theme song. Yeah, he's pretty whack. Yeah, it's a terrible song. That's his band, the old from Casuals. It's his oi band. And then the drummer wrote the song for Real Salt Lake. The rancid drummer? Yeah. Yeah. Guy used to be in the used. Yeah. Wow. Big fans. Yeah, my one of my bands played in Philly with H two O and he filled in for drums on for H two O. So look at us now meeting on the there. pitch. I might as well be play for the earthquakes. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember I flew to San Francisco because our friend Neil asked if I wanted to play an indoor game, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I could fly. I had Delta flight benefits at the time, and I was like, uh, "That's like a four-hour flight." <laughs> to play soccer he's like well Lars is on the team like Lars from Rancid yeah I was like okay I'll go (laughs) (laughs) and uh he didn't show up did you get any field time yeah I played some um I'd be sad if he didn't have to play goal (laughs) ouch Um, oh Zach stopped Zach's filling in he just flew in he just flew in from Cincinnati to play goal for us um yeah (laughs) Lars was not there he had better things to do whose restaurant did we eat at Mike Durnt. Mike Durnt's, yeah, Rudy's. That's expensive. I guess everything in California is expensive relatively. Yeah. Oh, wow. What Good else times. could we say? Punk rock. <laughs> uh, if this, if anything seems dragging, I'm not going to edit it. That's what happens on the mobile. This cat's going crazy. Uh, Amelia Lindsay. <laughs> I forget the other one. What's good? Carissa. Carissa, what's good? From me, not from Zach. Ship has sailed, apparently. Uh, Zach. Yeah, I actually think I might miss the Salt Lake game. Wow. Well, LAFC is Mary's birthday. And we're going to a fundraiser. Apparently it's over at 10, so I should be good. Yeah, I hope so. Close um, call. In conclusion, Adi out. <laughs> Koch. In- oh, oh my God. I almost forgot this. Did you see Koch's face? He's growing. He's got a goatee. <laughs> He's got a goatee. Yeah, I was like, I was looking for my seat. I was like, is that like just the shadow? <laughs> it's not very no. luscious. No, it'll get there. He needs a bye week. Uh, but yeah, it should be mentioned anytime I can mention. We played Indy last year, or the first, the first game of the se- first second. I don't know. First or second row game of the season. We hadn't played at home yet, actually. Koch debuted a brand new look. He had a goatee and a black Dickies short sleeve shirt. Yeah, forever known as Evil Koch. <laughs> Literally made no sense. And then we had like the Koch fashion. <laughs> was there like segment devoted to what Koch was wearing? Uh, it feels right. And wow, what a weird time. What a weird, weird time. Yeah, but, can you uh, imagine that now? <laughs> <laughs> He's an MLS coach. The internet would fucking eat him alive. Oh, fucking crazy. What a time. I wish we could go back. USL forever. Uh, in conclusion, yeah, you said Adi out. Can Koch stay? Yeah. I, he doesn't I have like, a lot of options. He but. doesn't. I would like to pick his brain. I mean, he would never say, like, if the intent was to close up shop and play out the draw, um, bring Eric Alexander. Does he see something in Eric Alexander that we don't see? Um, does he view at, him as an attacking threat, or I think he, he views him as a peer? <laughs> yeah, <what he> probably. <laughs> like, I think this guy reminds me of me out there today. That's what, I forget. Nick was calling him the math teacher. <laughs> He's got a lot of the tax man. I've heard as well. 
<laughs> at one point on the sideline, I didn't know if he was like one of the trainers or one of the players. Yeah. Actually, I think it might have been a trainer, but just the fact that it's uh, he's not identifiable as a player. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I was focusing a lot once they started warming up, and it's about getting close to the seventy minute mark. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, conscious got to shake it up, and uh, Austin Barry's one job. Kosh tells him Austin goes and tells the player I don't know what the fuck else this guy does um, Kosh literally shook it up It was a jar with names in it And he shook it up and pulled out Alexander. And he, he grabbed Alexander I was like no! <laughs> no Why what What? I just really There, even- were, there were audible groans across the crowd And I mean, half the cash was probably Know who Eric Alexander is even there We're like what What are yeah. you doing Where's Jimmy <laughs> Well, there was grumbles online about Ledesma since we were out of strikers, but they never, I guess I don't research it enough. Like, I didn't know he was. They're very hush-hush about their injuries. Like, why are you keeping this Audi information for us? Uh, Maybe uh, it ended up not mattering because he's a buffoon, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I can be a forgiving person. You know, if you can keep living your life, (laughs) just not on his ex team. Like... If he went to the mall for some reason, like try to steal a bunch of stuff, Winona Ryder style, I'd be like, <laughs> "All right, he's got a problem. I forgive him. I know um, you don't care about the stealing." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is an anar- anarchist podcast. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's a bummer. So uh, when he gets to start next week, when he com- he finished his two day rehab, we'll see how things go. What are you going to do when he buries that first goal on his return? And everyone's like, yeah, we always believe. Well, the thing is, I'll I'll cheer for a goal because I'll be happy that we scored. But, uh, you know, what can you do? <laughs> Just move on. Yeah. <laughs> My final thoughts. Uh, I think we're still in a playoff spot, right? Yeah. Got to be, right? Got to be. The home, but the home games might be a precarious home one. But I watched. Uh, sorry, I'm just gonna keep rambling on. I watched Columbus Crew. Um, they can't get butts in the seat. No. It uh, it was a beautiful night. Gorgeous. <laughs> Weather was fucking fantastic. Who would they play? Um, the Revs. Mm. I'm not blaming that, but hmm. yeah. <sighs> Who'd Brad Friedel throw into the bus this week? Huh? America. Yeah, who the fuck knows? Meanwhile, Indy Eleven is drawing twenty thousand, which is tight. And so fuck you. Uh, final thoughts. Great. Uh, yeah, should have won. Decent game. <laughs> I'm saying great game. Who am I fooling? Great day out there. Weather was beautiful. My kids ditched me, but uh, would have been nice to have them by my side and celebrate. Maybe next time. Look out for that Kevin trivia video coming out sometime this week. Download the Cincy Chance app. What else? Go see Zach play at Northside Yacht Club next. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. The fuck? Yeah, there's motorcycle outside. DMX is outside. Uh, Stop, drop. Shut them down. Open up shop. Zach, final word? Should I play a song from, uh, what was the album? Ken Booth? Yeah. Yeah. It's got a smooth... Smooth voice, the king uh, of lovers rock. Mr. Actually, rock steady. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Give that to Alton Ellis. I wonder how old's Darren Mannix? Late twenties. Feels like it. I don't know. Do young Jamaicans like the music of the seventies? 
As long as he knows it existed, <laughs> I'm yeah. content. Darren, the playout song this week is for you. Uh, but thanks for making it through this, for chugging along. I had an inkling a couple of days ago. Man, I can't wait to not do this podcast anymore. I had a brief moment. I was like, it'd be nice to not have to think about this anymore. But the folks demand it. I still love it. I still love you. But you know, you get that feeling. You just, it'd be nice to not have to think about it. <laughs> I but, had that feeling. Uh, I had that feeling last week. I don't know if it's because the game was such a bummer or because I was up way too late Saturday night before we did the podcast the next day. I was thinking then, like, we could stop. <laughs> yeah. But then you have a great game and you can see that people are excited. The listens jump. Everyone wants to hear about it after that Portland game. Everybody was so stoked for FCC content and I was stoked to talk about it. Stoked to talk about the first game. You know, you just, we just need those moments. Those moments between the moments. Well, you know what to keep kept me coming back was... I thought I was kind of chipping away at Amelia. And then <laughs> I, found, I found love elsewhere. So I don't need the pot anymore. No. Amelia's got that steely German demeanor. You know how those Germans are. They're like, whoa. Yeah, they're, sure. they're definitely like, whoa. <laughs> For show. But, uh, you know, it's whatever. We'll keep it going. People keep listening. It's like a purgatory. I can't escape. It's like the end of that Curb Your Enthusiasm. That season where he's in the producers and Mel Brooks thought he was finally over it because he thought Larry was going to ruin the producers. Then they gave him a standing ovation. He's like, I'm never going to get rid of this. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also, that's how Larry David felt when Seinfeld got picked up for a second season. He's like, ah, oh, shit. I guess I got to do more of these. <laughs> That's not to say I don't have love in my heart. It comes in waves, you know. I have seasonal KLR depression every now and then. But we're doing pretty good. What? Maybe it would be even more exciting if we were fucking awful and we were just shitting on us the whole time. But no, we got to be milk toast. Pretty decent. Yeah, I think we are pretty decent. I think we're. I call us an above average MLS team, which that's the most you can ask for right now. And I feel like we're 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 capable of more. If we had a, a striker who wasn't a goddamn embarrassment. <laughs> I hope we're an above average MLS team. When you think about it, Atlanta has completely collapsed. So that takes some of the sheen off of that result. Portland. Terrible. Is complete the, trash. The victim of San Jose's first. <laughs> we caught those teams uh, at good we times. We caught Kansas City when they've made nine changes. Um but, you know, the hardest part of our schedule was the beginning, so whatever. Yeah, and then we were trounced by Philadelphia. Yeah, they made us look like shit, and then Seattle fucking rolled us. Really, the best victory to hang our hat on is Revs away. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, Portland sucks, I mean, but we did play yeah. great. No, I'm just kidding. I, th- I mean, I think we're a good, I think we're a pretty good team. Um, so we'll see how we do next week. If we don't get trounced... Hey, we're good to go, baby. <laughs> if I want it Koch out, that would be my argument. <laughs> hey, if that's what we're doing, I can make arguments. I got plenty of those. But, but did you expect Koch to win Coach of the Week two weeks in a row? Or is that a fan vote thing also? I don't know, but that one week there's only like five games, so he was the beneficiary of that. I was telling Nick, Darren Maddox penalty is going to win Goal of the Week. <laughs> Because we all just vote for FC Cincinnati no matter what. That's what happens, Atlanta, when you're trash. <laughs> Kakuta Mane's goal, uh, goal of the week. That was terrible. 
I think Maddox's would have been not too egregious had that gone in. That's pretty nice. No, that was good. All right. All right. right. Rise together. Rise together. <laughs> Farewell. Goodbye. I Goodbye. Heard Thank you.